Drip, episode 12, week 13. We're back at it. I am your host, Dominic Colangelo, a.k.a. Dump Thickman, and joined by Gritty Gritty Bang Gang, holding it down while Nathan is out, the newest hostess with the mostest, Matt O'Brien. How are we doing, Matt? Uh, doing well, Dom. You know, I gotta, I gotta pull my weight in this lead somehow because I'm not winning. So, gotta come on and show what's up. Yeah, I mean, hey, we're in the same boat. The podcast boys are not doing well, and so I'm glad you're here. We are. I think we're currently three of the bottom four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's us easily. three. Easily three of the bottom four. With us, Dom, I think, um, which is different from years past, having the, the most viewed matchups going in these last weeks to see what happens. It is all the talk of the town right now where who's getting in? Is it Dom or Matt? And yeah. I could be biased, but. Um, it's It's been flip-floppy the last few weeks, and um, – I think we'll get into it whenever we get through the uh, Dicks with Picks Riverboat Gramblers, I think. Mm-hmm. But, dude, it's been crazy, and I'm glad you're on so we can kind of talk through our um, our last week of the season. It's going to be good, man. It's going to be fun. It's going to be spicy. Yeah. So it. I think we can get into uh, the recaps for last week. So uh, first up, um, again, going in order of – the current rankings of you know the week that is going on so we have rob at number one and me at number 11 um you know i hate saying that i'm at number 11 it really just sucks (laughs) but you know um so rob of course josh allen josh jacobs and uh cd lamb just Mm -hmm. ridiculous talent on his team they get so many points every week but that was pretty much the only people that got a lot of points. Um, Josh Allen at 20. Josh Jacobs also had 20. Uh, CD with 18. Jamar Chase had 13, which is pretty solid. But other than that, um, he had a total of 110.12, and I had 97.5. Uh, it was actually a lot closer than we think. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. It was uh, something that, like I was talking about earlier, I kept my eye on because uh, I was hoping that Rob beat you. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I thought it was going to be a classic, the good boys where they put up 140, you know, 130 mm-hmm. and they're, they're showing some, uh, some signs of weakness and wear and tear, you know, late into the season. Yeah. It's, it's been interesting. Cause, uh, we, we always joke that Robbie gets half of his points from his quarterback and defense, but lately that has not been the case. And I thought I could benefit from it. I was really hoping I was going to, because, this was the second week in a row that I played my defense against the other team's offense. I mean, uh, oh. quarterback. So, like, and um, it's never good to, like, you know, play your team based on who you're playing against because that just doesn't really make sense sometimes. But last – or no, two weeks ago, sorry, I was playing you in the Thanksgiving matchup. And you had um, Mr. Consistent. Kirk Cousins and I had New England's defense. So every time Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson uh, got a touchdown, my points would go down, and I hated seeing that. You know what I mean? So I was like, yep. "Do I need to do this again? Do I need to get a different defense?" And I only got four points out of it, which kind of sucked. Um, but you know, it's 
it's pretty stupid of me to play Patriots defense against Buffalo, but Patriots defense, they always have a chance of blowing up. You're right. I mean, and the thought process is there. I'm with you. The only thing is you got to ask yourself, what could you have done differently, right? Like, who could you have went and picked up? Which I don't know if you've looked at it. Yeah, there's it's slim pickings, but I did have Steelers defense at one point, so that's where I'm kind of like, damn, two weeks in a row they had more than 10, but that's also just like a lot of um, what-ifs. And I could have done this, I could have done that, but I didn't. I I fucked it up, and I lost. (laughs) You'll you'll drive yourself crazy with the what-ifs, man, in fantasy. Exactly. Especially, can't do it. Can't do it. Um, So going through the matchups, though, um, so we kind of went through a little bit of Rob's team. He had one, two, three, four, five. He had six players have double-digit points. I was the complete opposite. I had two players that had all my points. (laughs) Um, Jalen Hurts got me 40. It was his big week against Tennessee. Dog. Almost, dude, he's a dog. Um, almost 400 yards passing, three touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. So that's kind of cool. And then my other big player was Tyler Lockett. Had like over 100 yards and a touchdown. But other than that, dud of a, dud of a team. I had a lot of points left on my bench. I could have won. I know, guys. Leave me alone. Whatever. I could have taken down Rob, but no. Because... Nathan Nathan beat Rob. It's true. So it's true. I think he was – I can't remember. Who was Rob's other loss? Do you remember? I I would have to go look at it. Um, I think it was early. So I think it was um, – you know, Nathan might have been the first one. And then the second one – who was the second one? The second one. So Nathan dropped 168 just playing bonkers in week eight. Oh, yeah. But the second one was actually in week 11 against Driscoll. Here's the thing. It wasn't a like shootout between these top teams. Rob went 77 points. He pulled an old Matt, you know what I mean? Oh. Just highs and lows. Yeesh. Oh, yeah, that was whenever Driscoll doubled his points. Yeah. That was rough. Yeah. Yeah, when, when Rob loses, he loses. It's true. I thought that for my game a lot during the season, and then it turned out that it kept happening, so that wasn't the case. But it's okay. <laughs> that wasn't um, the case. We'll, we'll move on. Um, yeah. I'll talk about your team a little bit, Dom, because um, yeah. I really like the boom-bust mentality of your team, because that's what, you know, that's how I draft. It goes towards my heart. Um, the only thing that is a little questionable was you didn't start my boy Darius Slayton, and that kind of hurts my heart. Um, oh. You should have started him over George Pickens, which you would never have done. Uh, ten out of ten times, you're always starting George Pickens. Um I don't know if you know this, Dom, but George Pickens came out immediately after that game and threw a social media fit about his targets. I didn't know a social media fit, but I did see him yelling on the sidelines. Um, he was pissed. Like, throw me the damn ball, like, yelling Very at the upset. coaches. Which, yeah. like, I've been – I feel like I was, you know, kind of thinking this all Sunday. I was like, it seemed like uh, – Kenny Pickett saw on Instagram and all these things like, oh, is there a receiver uh, like switch? Like, is Deontay Johnson not the number one receiver anymore? So then Pickett was like, no, nah, let's keep him guessing. And he just only threw to Fryermuth and Deontay Johnson. Yep. Like you were saying, he was uh, he's going for the dev upgrades for those guys, man. He got to get them <laughs> from, from star, star to superstar. So you got to oh, do what you got to do. My goodness. Yeah, it was – honestly, I was debating really hard between – Cause I have, I I never understood or not understood. I never 
knew how to describe my team and what you said perfectly describes it. It's very boomer bust. Like all of them are boomer bust. Um, so I was very between like, I, I kind of was locked in with Pickens. I think you're right there, but I was like, do I need to start Slayton? Like, it's pl- they're playing Washington. They've been good, but he's the main target there, you know. So what do sure. I do? What do I do? And and I'm just making the wrong decision. It hurts, but you know, you did, I just got to live happens. with it. It's just it, whatever. It happens. And I would have picked Pickens too because, and I'm actually gonna call a little audible here, just since we're we're on the topic. Um, I was only okay with the loss there because the absolute heartbreaker. That is gritty gritty bang gang versus the unbeatable oh. New York Jets. We're going oh, straight to this to matchup. We have oh, to. No. Oh, we no. have to. So <laughs> the the final score of this game was one hundred and four point three zero to one hundred and three point seven two in the New York Jets' favor. And the reason Yikes. why it's such a heartbreaking loss and it's just it came down to the very last play of the Saints versus uh, Buccaneers. And Matt, I hate to do this to you, but every time one of us has a big loss, we have to talk about it. So would you like to talk yeah. about the game? Okay. Yeah. Um, so you know, my boys didn't play well as per usual. Um, but the the heartbreaker was the last play of the game with the lateral, and they, as per NFL rules, they had ruled what. Um, Jarvis Landry did as a fumble instead of a lateral. So the yards that were gained thereafter by Mr. Kamara, who has been very bad for me. Um, good job, hmm. J.O. Um, the, th- the yards thereafter did not count for his points, which, depending on who you asked, either was 9 or 12. Guess how much I would have needed to win, Dom? How many How many yards? Uh, just points in general. Uh, it was like within like two or three, wasn't it? Point five eight, right? So six yards. Ooh. I'm, I'm no mathematician, but nine or twelve would have covered. So big, uh, big play there. Um, oh my as, goodness. As I was telling you before, though, uh, you know, kudos to Andrew. My team should never have been in that position. Uh, we should have just handedly won. Because <laughs> um, I hate Andrew, and I always want to hand of his own ass um but it's okay so the matchup uh just going through real quick andrew had a very similar situation to you mm-hmm. eh. his second highest scoring player on his team was the 49ers defense that that's kind of a recurring theme on andrew's team though yeah <laughs> 49ers is uh, that good they are that good. Um, I thought to myself whenever I saw that they were playing Miami that I had a chance. Um, I did not. They are just that damn good. Um, the highest score was Christian Watson, who has just been blowing up. Um, and something we could talk about a little bit later, Dom, um, is strategies for next season. I want to bring that up, so remind me. Um, okay. I saw something interesting on Twitter I want to run by you. I like it. But Christian Watson – blew up with 22.9 points Derek Carr did Derek Carr things um 17 points flat <laughs> just Zeke. wildly average out of Derek Carr yeah, is I exactly mean, what he's there for you know yeah he's he's a steady guy right like he's not flashy he's just gonna do what he's gonna do um and then cry when they lose games but mm-hmm. 
Zeech putting up 16 um, against, well, we'll say 17 against Indianapolis. I promise you this: every time Tony Pollard scored, I was uh, I was cheering. Oh yeah, I would too. Um, and then it didn't matter anyway. Uh, and then other than that, his team was okay. It was uh, all under double digits. Mm-hmm. The um, I think what we do need to mention is Andrew's bench. Uh, Cam Akers, which I just wanted to touch on it real quick because mm-hmm. I was the one who drafted Cam Akers. I'm pretty sure I drafted him like fourth or fifth round. Like he was my first running back that I drafted. Um, third round out of me, third Cam round. Akers. Twelfth pick uh, in the third round. I I don't understand the choice, but it was a good choice, Andrew. Um, he ended up getting 18.5 points for you. Oh wait, he was on your bench. Ew. What are you doing? He he could have won you the game, Andrew. Yikes! Um, he randomly just out of nowhere got two touchdowns against Seattle, and then I'm pretty sure he had a pretty solid game. Did he do well? I know he scored a touchdown last night. Um, he did okay. I mean, he did. He had eight points last night. Just okay. under nine. Yeah, that's. So, I mean, that's not bad. That's good for Cam Akers, but um, yeah, you know, can't score points on the bench, Andrew. That's all I gotta say. It's true. Uh, and then you have Zay Jones playing that high, 22 points against Baltimore, sticking him in against the Lions, and then he gets hurt. Ooh. That's tough. That's, That's tough. tough. I will say uh, there was some pod pressure there because I think, I don't know if Andrew listens consistently, but Nathan was kind of like, yeah, if, if you got Zay Jones in there, it could, could help you win, you know? <laughs> Which, true. You know, technically it did help him win. but Technically it did. 2.6. Any, any points above .6 would have helped him win, so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, going to my team, the disappointment. Um, I'm, I might name my first child Gritty Gritty Bang Gang just to be a bigger disappointment. But um, <laughs> Kirk Cousins only posting thirteen point eight. Come on, Kirk. That's tough. You Come need on, you need more out of uh, Mister Consistent here. It's better than the two points he posted against Dallas. But come on, I need more. Yeah, come on. Um, the Alvin Kamara start is just. Week after week, not hot for me. Uh, ever since I made that trade, it's just been bad. So mm-hmm. You hate to uh, see it. DeAndre Swift finally got uh, some run. Thank God. He's above double-digit points um, at 20. Justin Jefferson doing Jay Jetta's things at 15. Mm-hmm. Um, not setting the world on fire, but also doing pretty well. Uh, I would say I'm the opposite of Andrew's team, where I had more people in double digits, but not high enough. Right. It's kind of, I mean, it's almost like uh, Robbie and I match up. Like you said, like um, Andrew had a couple big, big uh, players and then a lot of duds. That's what I did. And then you had a lot of double digit players. Mm-hmm. But not enough. Right. Not enough. Um, yeah, I, I could go on about this matchup. It is huge for playoff implications. Uh, had I just beaten Andrew, I was in the playoffs. Yeah, now. You, you had it locked in, and um, that's that's kind of why I just jumped to this matchup because uh, before the game, I was very defeated. I was just like, damn it. Like, I hate saying it, but Andrew, you know, on paper, he's an easy win. Oh, yeah. In theory, he's right? He's the taco buy. Exactly. But yeah. end of the year, who knows? He's killing at the end of the year. He has three games in a row with over 100 points. You love to see that out of him. Um, but, yeah, so our standings right now, and, again, we'll go deeper into it, but um, you have four wins. I have three. 
and then we ended up both losing this week. But since I easily lost to Robbie, I thought you had it in the bag. So then, like, at one point, your score was at 106 or 105, and then Andrew's yep. 104, and I was like, damn it. And then they changed it back, and then I was like, oh, my God, is there a stat correction coming? Like, what's going to happen? The roller coaster, yeah. Me fumbling the badge or Alvin Kamara fumbling it for me. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It was wild. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Just a, just a crazy uh, week so far. Um, so with that, we're going to move on, I think. We have the number two Driscoll, Theonorapist, against Ricky. Something clever or terrible name. Just terrible name, terrible game. Always has been. Let's let's walk through their lineups. How about you start? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll start with the terribleness that is uh, Ricky's team. He has old Patty Mahomes, which is fantastic. Actually underperforming his projection at 21 points. He was rejected 28. Yes. Um. The next highest was old Scary Terry at 20 and a half. And then uh, third highest on the team was his kicker, hmm. uh, Mr. Matty Ice Gay. So that should tell you Goat. what you need to know about the rest of his lineup. Uh, did not do too hot. Mm-mm. No, and he, it looks like he did make all the right starts, but it just didn't matter because Driscoll's team was just that good. It's true. It's true. Driscoll's team is uh, a juggernaut. Um which I don't know if you want to talk about this now, but is in first place. I think that is a new development, right? Yes, it is. So they've been going back and forth. I say they as in uh, Driscoll and Robbie. Um, I believe it was week week 10 going into 11 was the official trade-off when Driscoll got number one. And then they've been back and forth ever since. So now Driscoll's at number one. You love to see it because he's had two big weeks in a row while Robbie had... I mean, it's not a bad week, but he only had 110 against me. Right. So I played some good defense for you, Driscoll. You're welcome. <laughs> that I mean, defense wins championships, maybe for other people. Yeah, you know, exactly. It just happens. Yeah. Um, so I'll go through Driscoll's lineup. Um, and by the way, Ricky, if you are listening, I know I said you had a terrible week. You still outscored me by 10 points. So, you know, and do with that what you will. Yeah, and Matt. So, yeah. you know. But you're still the worst, yeah, and I know bitch. you're not listening. <laughs> if you do listen and you do hear this, I want you to just post a like kissing emoji in the chat for me. Ooh, I love um, that. We probably will it, never but... see it. He doesn't. He doesn't even respond in the chat to like things that he wants in the chat. So it's true. It's true. Let alone the podcast. God yeah. forbid, right? Um, right? But I'm sorry, Dom. Continue. Nah, you're golden, man. So uh, we got Dak Prescott. There's the the age old debate: Are we going Dak? Or are we going two this week for Driscoll? This time he made the right decision. Dak had 22.8. Um, Eckler actually had a not-so-hot week, which is not like him. Um, only had 10. Uh, still double-digit points. Love to see it. But Tony Pollard, like you said, every time he had a touchdown, Matt had a little yippee, and he had two of those exactly. Um, about 100, what, 106 total yards, two touchdowns. And then yep. uh, about the same for this insane wide receiver combo. They combined for... About forty something points, twenty five yeah. by Tariq, eighteen by Stefan, just crazy. Um, and even Chris Godwin got in there a little bit. You know, it's just all around solid game. Hayden Hurst, very unfortunate. He's, um, I think it was like his leg. It was a calf. His calf was hurt. Left kind of early. Um, so just another tight end debacle for another team in this league. Just ridiculous. Like, um. I know there's there's what I think two 
two top tight ends right now that aren't hurt, Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. Other than that, very much a toss-up at tight end. I mean, just kind of expanding on that and going back to what I mentioned earlier, lead mm-hmm. winners for you moving forward in fantasy drafts. Uh, kids, write down these notes. Uh, you take Travis Kelsey in the first round, and you don't look back. Mm-hmm. You take uh, a quarterback in round two, and then you target rookie wide receivers for your late picks. And those are league-winning picks right there. And Damn. I have stats to back these up. I'll show you here in just a second, but continue. I'm sorry. Man, Matt just giving away high-octane knowledge for next All year's draft. secrets that I won't follow. I guarantee you nobody is going to remember, so... Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> I'm going to try to, though. That's that's some actually really good really good points. Like, rookie receivers at the end, who knows if they're going to blow up? Uh, I'll, I'll read off some stats when we get there, but over the last three years, um, a couple rookie wide receivers, if you picked the right ones, they were league winners, so... Mm, okay, yeah, let's, let's read them off in a little bit. Um, so... That's kind of really it that happened with that matchup uh, about through Driscoll and Ricky. Um, I'm not even sure if we told the the points, but again, Driscoll 131, Ricky 105. Uh, Driscoll's on a hot streak Eesh. right now. He's he's got eight in a row, eleven and two. Um, it's I'm, all right. I'm, I mean, it's not the best I've seen, but it, <laughs> it's okay. I'm very curious who is going to um, who's going to keep that first round spot because. Um, which I didn't even realize last year I had the number one, uh, rat, like I was number one seed. I had the best uh, league. Yeah. I had the best team last year yep. and I just, I think I got to like sixth. Like I lost every game after that. It's just the curse ate me alive. And then Clint was the other person who was nine and five. I just had more points than him. He ended up winning the whole thing. The, the whole thing, which look at him now, you know, uh, I would say first overall pick has a curse of it itself. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's a good point too. And uh, for everyone, you know, that is complaining about standings between this and the dynasty league for all of you, you uh, two lead listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want those out there. I had an eight and six record last year. Didn't make playoffs because of the way the standings work. Ugh. So I don't want to hear no boo-hoos whenever <laughs> myself or Dominic get in with four wins, okay? That's oh, all yeah. I'm saying. And I and one of us is going to be so happy, which, um, by the way, so right now Max is 6-7. and seven. He's at the bottom of his division, but he still has a chance. There's, I think everyone has a chance to still get in to the, uh, like, with points. Um, maybe I think Rick, uh, no, Andrew has 1100, but basically there's like, he texted me, there's a list of like six things that need to happen for him to be able to get in. And it's so funny and it'd be insane <laughs> if it actually happens. Maybe I'll find it and read it, but oh my God. Um, but moving on, speaking of Max, we have him in the next matchup against, um, he's number six, the Gostanzas against, uh, Jeff pay to win Jeff, AKA Jeff broke ass sloppy seconds jeff okay okay before we get into the matchup i just want to say there has been some slander on the drip that i want to address let's hear it first off i love my boy pay to win jeff uh i will not sit here any longer in silence he blew his wad so early but it's working out so i mean i think i think it was a smart move 
you know, blow it early, you get it all out of the way. Uh, hasn't really paid off for him in his wins. Really, he just drafted those guys. But hey, it's working. You know, can't fault the guy. Yeah, I mean, that's why it's in his name, pay to win, because he's paying and he is winning. And he's winning. I, I'm actually going to go back really quickly and see how many times I have not picked him to win, and it's been criminal. Like, if I would have just picked him every week, I'd be destroying Nathan and Dicks with picks right now. It's true. But I and don't know I'll, why. I'll let you know. Uh, Jeff is using this as fuel. Um, he's getting all the hate, and it's just churning out wins. Not surprised. Pod. I I have picked him a lot lately, um, but you know, not enough. You wised up. Not you enough. Wised up. That's what it is. I will um, admit. I will admit. But I'm still going to make fun of him for blowing his wad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> He was a two-pump chump with the fab, but that's okay. It he happens, was. you know? And um, I'll quote him here. Fab is underrated. Who needs it? So – to his, like you said though, he all of the players that he has, they're either from drafts or trades, which good for him because he's got Joe Burrow, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, Tr- Christian McCaffrey, Dan Carlson. By the way, that's underrated uh, kicker spot that he has. Devontae Smith, Christian Kirk, Dawson Knox is. <laughs> Sorry, I can't I can't say that without laughing. Um, yeah, fuck Dawson Knox. Never plays him. Doesn't even matter. He still gets the wins. So Jeff ended this week at a staggering 156.84 points against Max's 83. A 73-point differential. Yikes. Oof. That's tough. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that is a lot. Um, he had Joe Burrow, 34 points out of him. Um, Devontae Adams, you're welcome, 33 points. <laughs> And DK Metcalf had about 22. Um, and then, again, C-Mac, it's just kind of automatic at this point. He had 24. So a lot of points being scored on this side. And can't say the same on the other side. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 before we move on to Max, I do want to say, on Jeff's bench, he scored half the amount of points with three players than my whole team. Wow. And I want it to be known... I don't know if he could have played these guys. He could physically not play these guys. I mean, he could have started uh, Christian McCaffrey over one of his running backs and then plugged in Garrett Wilson. But Who would do that? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. So I, I feel like, you know, Nick Chubb scoring eight points only is criminal. Um, the fact that he had 50 points just on his bench and he couldn't make a better move, that that's telling. Uh, that is wild. I didn't even like. I didn't put that together or see it, but um, I did notice he did put Brian Robinson in instead of did. like against the Giants. Which is there coming from a Giants fan? Is their run defense not very good? Uh, depends on who's injured. Um, mm. I would say this: it's not bad, but um, depending on the flow of the game, they could get you know, like Brian Robinson did. He got twelve points. Yeah, it's solid. He, he ran the ball 21 times. He had 96 yards. Uh, he caught the ball twice for about 15. Not something to write home about, you know, which is mm-hmm. what we want as a Giants fan base uh, against the run defense. Um, but it wasn't something, you know, like in years past where you could start a tight end automatically against the Giants and they're putting up like 35 fantasy points. Right. So yeah. I think he was fine. I think it was a good call. 
Um, Nick Chubb scoring eight, it really kind of screwed him on that one. But going over to Maxi Poo, mm-hmm. uh, with debatably, and I did want to ask you this, um, debatably pickup of the year, Justin Fields? Question mark. I would say yes, but he he picked them up. I think in week eight, after week eight. So as soon as he picked them up, he got him forty eight, forty, and then twenty four, and then he got hurt and only got nineteen. So yes and no. For longevity to, reasons, to be determined, right? Yes, um, that's a that's a better answer. To be determined, because it's actually as a as a just looking at pickups and just looking at like individual. I would say you're right. Actually, I would change my answer to yes because there's no other player right now picked up off the waivers that's scoring like he is. Yeah, and that's one of the things I wanted to just touch on. Him only scoring 19 points is rough. Uh, he was asked to throw more. I did see a little bit of this game. Um, Aaron Rodgers' uh, <laughs> discount double check came out uh, pissed, which he does from time to time. Um, it just wasn't a great game for the Bears overall. It's kind of mm-hmm. ugly. Going down his roster, he only had three things. I say things because defense is one of them. Three people put up above double digits. Uh, the Eagles defense put up 12. Flybirds fly. Uh, Dalvin Cook put up 15, and then uh, the rest is just underperformed massively. Like wah, Kenneth Walker, wah. yeah, not not great. Um, the old Dalty Schultz uh, in the f- absolute blowout, which the score from the Cowboys Colts game is bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Cowboys defense alone, the Cowboys put up 33 points in the fourth quarter. Really. 33 i believe is the number and i believe the defense we'll just say this the defense is the entirety of the 33 points even if the offense scored the points the defense is the reason they got it oh yeah absolutely um, it was also scoregami it was scoregami i'm glad you follow that as well absolutely Love scoregami shout out phil producer phil shout, <laughs> shout out producer phil uh miss you buddy i wish you would have been here so i can talk to you um yeah, no, so, like, the rest of the game, I mean, the rest of his team just wildly unperformed. Chris Olave, stud, only eight points. They're not, not feeding bad. him. Yeah, uh, that offense is just anemic at this point. Um, mm-hmm. That's a big word. I don't even know what that means. What is it? Uh, It's when your blood is thin, Um, so they bleed easily. Anemic, like okay. You, you get, get a little little thin blood going. Um, I like and then. It. I would say this, that offense is just bad all around. That team's going to be bad for years to come. If you're a Saints fan, which I don't think anyone here is, I'm sorry, so. but that they're in cap hell. They have no picks. Uh, their team is bad. No one wants to play for them. So big yikes. Um, yeah, big yikes. But Travis Etienne uh, only putting up six. He had a fumble lost. Good news for him. I don't know if Dom, uh, getting a little bit ahead of myself in um, – the news, we call it big NFL news, but the Jags did cut Darrell Henderson. So good job on you, buddy. For really? Him. I did yeah, not know that. Today. So, because they picked him up, what, last week? Uh, The last week or the week prior, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was definitely, when I saw that, well, first I laughed. Like, LOL, the Jacksonville. But I had a slight panic for Max. But, it, I mean, right. obviously it looks like it's not going to be too much of a an issue for him. So that's good. Right, and that's that's kind of uh, what I was alluding to with his score of like, yes, did Travis Etienne not play well, um, but 
I don't see anyone just really chomping at his heels to take mm-hmm. away stuff from him anymore. So yeah, like Jamichael Hasty is again really cool name, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna like take over. He's just there just in case. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So all around unfortunate week for Max. Um. His studs didn't perform, and neither did anyone else. <laughs> so. True. Um, while on the other side, Jeff, you know, he just did Jeff things and just destroyed. I did want to point out on this one specifically, uh, there was a parlay bet made by Nathan that, I mean, I mean, sorry, big Nate. It didn't hit. I know. Uh, Max didn't cover the eight point spread. (laughs) He, he got the, the win correctly, but just didn't have the, the Jeff parlay, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, did he not only not cover the eight point spread? Uh, he almost didn't cover 10 times that. So, um, sorry, Nate, that's, that's rough, man. Uh, (laughs) speaking of, I think that's the next matchup, right? We're going to move on to Nate and J.O. Oh yeah. We got Nate versus something fruity. The old Fantaseman uh, coming off of a loss, coming, trying to take down one of the big guns, and uh, unfortunately just not enough in the tank. Couldn't do it. Nope. I uh, I actually, speaking of parlays, I had one on here as well. I had J.O. winning, and but I also had Nathan scoring over 120. Um, oh, so I, you thought it was going to be a shootout. I did. I thought he was going to have a big game, but um, so I did some analysis on Nathan's team. And I wanted to find out if there's a correlation between Nathan's team doing well and showing out versus Derrick Henry doing well. So okay. what I found is because, you know, sometimes if there's – I guess Nathan seems a good example. So there's one week when Nathan's quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, he got injured first play of the game. Zero point zero point zero in the quarterback column, which is tough. His whole team rallied. And got him the win against, I'm pretty sure he beat Driscoll that week. Oh, wow. Um, so crazy out of him. So I was wondering if when Derrick Henry doesn't do well, does the team rally, you know? And there have been, let me make sure my numbers are correct. One, two, three. There have been four games when Derrick Henry does not really do well. And I mean that by okay. getting under 10 points. Um, the... I would kill for ten points from a running back right now, but Dude, continue. That's what I'm saying. I had I had three and six last week. I'll do. I'll take anything I can get. <laughs> um, so basically, what I found is the, um, I believe it was the first two weeks of Nathan's uh, season. He ended up losing, mm-hmm. and Derrick Henry also did bad. And then there was okay. There's only one week where Derrick Henry did bad and Nathan won. So, like, there's a direct correlation between Derrick Henry doing well and Nathan's team doing well. 75% of the time, if you just look at how Derrick Henry does, you can extrapolate that Nate is going to do well that week. Pretty much. Like, there's um, – and then so it's either – you can look at either Derrick Henry getting under 10 points or Derrick Henry getting over 22. Because whenever Derrick Henry gets over 22, that accounts for Nathan's four wins. It's no, wild. Uh, I mean, that's just the heart of the team, just rallying everybody. You know, when the good things are going, the team just pushes through. And then mm-hmm. when that heart's just not there, like it was this week, I mean, Derrick Henry only scoring 4.8 points against Philly, which yeah, is man. big yikers. That's, that's rough. That's tough, man. It's like, so 
Derrick Henry is Nathan's ride or die. I think he's had in the last like three or four years. Oh, um, 100%. Yeah, and it, that's either it's Derrick Henry, D-Hop, and uh, Deshaun Watson, typically on Nathan's team. So the final score of that game with Philly was 10-35. to 35. And, I mean, he only had 11 carries, like, what is that, 13 total touches um, because they were down by so much the whole game. But it's weird because if there's one team that's going to run even when they're down by uh, two scores, it's the 100% Titans. the Titans. Yeah, so it, it was definitely confusing. I think they just had maybe uh, um, Hilliard in a lot as a passing back, but it was definitely a weird game for, for Derek. Yeah, and, I mean, the Eagles front uh, – on both sides of the ball is just really a strength of the team. Um, they're just so deep. Um, and the thing with Derrick Henry, the only team, in my opinion, and I'm be a little biased. I'm gonna go back and look. Um, he's had some good games, obviously. Mm-hmm. The teams that have stifled Derrick Henry, and I want you to take note of this. This week with the Eagles, it was with Denver, also a notable front seven in week uh excuse me in week 10 and then in week two against buffalo he only had eight points mm-hmm. and then in week one against the giants he only had eight points so teams with a i would say at least decent front seven kind of been stifling them mm-hmm. that or the pressure to Tannehill. depends yeah. on the game plan um yeah. or when Tannehill's not in that's true too with if it's malik willis then I mean, you, you kind of know that he's going to run two, so you can probably bring in nine to 11 people, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. Um, that's interesting that Nate's team is, is really centered around his ride or die. <laughs> I honestly love that. I, I wish I had a ride or die. I know. Because it's that huge. would make me feel better. <laughs> and um, uh, so Nathan is currently in, he is in the hunt for potentially getting into the playoffs with points four. Um, and there's again, there's a lot of scenarios where, for it to happen, but he needs to score a lot of points this week. So hopefully we can we can make that happen. And Derrick Henry, you know, doesn't follow the footsteps of against the Eagles because <laughs> they're playing true. Jacksonville. You know, he, that is a bounce back game. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, one of the routes for Nate to get in is that uh, I lose, you win or lose right as long as he scores i think it is 10 points more than you Mm -hmm. no i'm sorry 13 points more than you this week um oh no excuse me if you win and i lose then you're in and he automatically gets in because he beat me out yeah but there's also um isaac and ricky they have a lot of points but We'll we'll skip That's that. True. We're we're getting too in the weeds on the uh, the playoff the scenarios. Points. Yeah, we'll 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 still go I'm with excited, the recaps. Dom. I know, I'm dude. It's, for the, the playoffs. It's man. tough. Um, so close. So we talk about Derrick Henry a lot. Um, on the rest of Nathan's team, Geno Smith, twenty eight point nine eight points. Wow, I think that is a career high, or sorry, a season high for Nathan's quarterback position. Huge game out of Geno. Um, I'm sure he's definitely was unfortunate time to get it because he got blown out by uh jo here um final score being 87 to 156 mm-hmm. about a 70 another it was 68 point differential you hate to see it um yeah hate to see it yeah but good teams are gonna be good apparently in this league yeah um, apparently so out of the 87 points 
Um, like I said, 38, I mean, 28 from Geno. Uh, Fournette, first game back, he didn't have a lot of yards, but he had a lot of receptions, you know? So I think it was, what, like 70, 80 yards. And then um, Gerald Everett, weird pickup, but it worked. Got him double digits, 10 points from a tight end. And then Keenan Allen, 88 yards and a touchdown. Nathan is probably very happy yep. that he's back. Yep. Uh, definitely needs to start producing a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully get a 20, 20 bomb this week, right? Yeah. Um, but he's going to need a lot. He's getting a lot of points this week. Oh, yeah. Um, so we don't need to talk about J.O.'s team, but I guess we have to. So he, <sighs> he is – he was the trade aficionado this year. Just, like, snuck in a few blockbuster trades that no one really talked about. Um, his team right now, because I don't think we've actually ran through it in a while, this is his starting lineup. Justin Herbert, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Mike Evans, A.J. Brown, eh, tight end Foss yeah. Moreau, Samaj P. Ryan, um, and then Cleveland defense. And I mentioned Cleveland defense because – they had 32 points by themselves against Houston. Three touchdowns, Dom. Three. Dude, did you watch any of that game? I, I didn't. I didn't watch much of the games this weekend. I was busy, but uh, so saw a lot of highlights. I will I will walk you through a little bit because because um, obviously, you know, Houston fan, but I have a couple uh, Cleveland Browns fans. So, you know, we're texting back and forth between there. And wowza. So Deshaun Watson, back from his uh, – 11-game suspension, and also sitting out a year in Houston. He's a little rusty. It showed. Um, mm-hmm. But what was funny is offense didn't matter that game. It was all defensive. The de- <laughs> I'm pretty sure all the points came from defensive touchdowns and field goals. Um, yep. And then, let's see, two of them were fumbles, and, two- and one of them was a pick six. Like, it was not fun to watch as a Houston fan, but it was – fun to watch because it was hilarious just like every time you look back oh wow another defensive score or another defensive huge play and i'm pretty sure there was a, a punt return for a touchdown too by donovan people's jones almost yes, forgot about it was that. yeah i have him in dynasty and he uh helped me out on that completely one, so. forgot about that just absolutely bonkers out of them which is definitely the reason why jo got 156 because it's hard not to when your defense scores 30 um that's true um, also helps when you have uh, one, two, three, including that defense, score you above 20. True. And then another uh, two people score 18 plus, and your, a third scores 16 plus. <laughs> He's putting up big numbers. Big some numbers. Would say. Big numbers. Um, yeah, uh, I would. Uh, I just kind of want to talk about his trade. Um, oh yeah, let's go through aspects. It. Um, I was one of the trades. Clint was another. Um, I unfortunately so might have given him the keys to the kingdom. We'll have to see. I think Jo's going to make a playoff run and could be. And I'm, I'm going to try and fight this tooth and nail. He could be the first three-time Swafflin champ. Don. Whoa. Those are big words, Matt. Those are huge words. Um, unfortunately. It's crazy because uh, – so – like, his biggest pickup, Jonathan Taylor, obviously, he's very, like, he's definitely easing back into it. Like, he even scored 11 against Dallas, which is a huge defense. Um, right. But coming up, so, J.O. is, I believe, he's fine, He's an, um, officially locked into a playoff spot. So I believe so. In week 15 is when Jonathan Taylor is back, because uh, he's on bye in, 
uh, this week. He has Minnesota, uh, the Chargers, and then the Giants. Those are like the three potential um, playoff rounds that he could use them. I think those are pretty good matchups for J.O. I think you're right. I think he could make a huge push here. And it's not just – I mean, JT is just a huge pickup for him. Honestly, it's the entire makeup of that team. Um, Justin Herbert, one of the guys I sent to him, has been playing very well for him. Um, I want you to tell me – well, I think we all know what the weakness is. Uh, tight end is the weakest part of his team. Um, but I would – I don't know. I think if I had to make a guess, if I had to make a guess, it would be – potentially I'm going to say pay to win Jeff and J.O., the two roommates uh, and now current brother-in-laws after last weekend playing for the ship mm, that could be huge depending on where the where the playoff like bracket is Brackets land. that could be that could be wild uh, a wild household whenever they're both in the cha- if they're both in the championship um, you did mention tight ends um, imagine if Dallas Goddard didn't destroy his knee Right. Exactly. How lethal. How lethal of a team that would be. He'd be scoring 150 plus easily a week if mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard didn't just end his life. Oh yeah, and it was pretty funny because we uh, we definitely made fun of Jay a little bit for the the trade that he got. Um, I believe in the trade that he got Jonathan Taylor, he got um, Mike Evans as well too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He so did. it was Mike Evans and Jonathan Taylor, and we were both like what in the world is that you know like why would you do that mike evans has fallen off jonathan taylor's hurt but you know it's jonathan taylor he's gonna get touches he's gonna get yards he was playing the long con on that one he saw his division and said i can run this table play for playoffs and it worked out for him oh yeah it worked out um so we got a little off topic there but that's jo's team um Good win for him. I think that win actually was the one that locked him into the playoff spot at the number one seed in the Central Division. So kudos to you. Let's see. We'll see what happens next week and um, for the all the different scenarios for playoffs. But um, our last matchup of the week is Clint at the number eight spot and Isaac at the number seven spot. Um, so this one was hilarious because Isaac – is um he's panicking he is he's absolutely panicking um right now clint he's you know he's getting a little hot he was six he's six and seven right now um he's won you know a good amount of games so far but on the other side of that isaac the kid is a l7 weenie yeah yeah Oof does. Seven losses in a row for the guy. Um, I honestly, I was at six losses at one point in the year, and I I broke it, thank God. But he is the second and only um, L7 weenie in the league. Couldn't imagine who the other L7 weenie is, but it doesn't matter uh, the fact that Isaac is now... Imagine being 5-1 and and then turning around seven weeks later and being 5-8. and Yikes. Big yikes, dude. Oh, my goodness. I can't even imagine. Um, I mean, I can because our records are way worse than his. Oh, oh, much worse. Yeah, but... we're, we're not saying that. We're not saying our team is better. But I would. he was number two. We've I've said this, I think, three weeks in a, in a row. He was on top of the world. 
you know, right behind Robbie. And then, bam, he's, come down here with us, Isaac. The water's fine. (laughs) Bottom four, lose one more. Oh, put that on a T-shirt. Bars. So Bars. Take it, Marketing itself. <laughs> while we're there, though, take us through his team. Yeah, so, I mean, the big hitter here, and obviously the difference maker, Lamar Jackson getting hurt, only scoring 1.3.4 points. Oh, tough, guys. He, he lost by 12 points. I would say it's a safe bet. Lamar probably got 12 more points in that game. Oh, If yeah. not more than that, right? Easily, easily. So, other than that, uh, I mean... The real staples of Isaac's team, it could have been worse. Mm-hmm. It could have been much uglier. The real staples of his team were, honestly, his kicker and his defense. I mean, what's new, though? You know, uh, B- Bill Maher and the Cowboys' defense, they, they used to just load up on points, and they did that this week for him. So, fun fact, uh, huge change. No Bill Maher this week. I know. I have him, bitch. What's up? <laughs> so he's been just crushing uh, with his picks on the special team side of things. Offense, eh, eh, could, could be a little better. Right. Yeah, he uh, – so I was watching um, the Jacksonville game and because I, I was looking at, you know, Ravens and the Jacksonville, like T-Law versus Jackson, and – um, Lamar got hurt, obviously, but Trevor Lawrence actually had a pretty nasty tumble. Like, he got tackled from behind, kind of had a weird bend, and actually left the game. He only had, like, five or six points whenever he left the game. Right. So I, I messaged in the group, and I was like, wow, we have an injured quarterback battle here. And he just, I don't know, he ends up like his toe is actually the thing that's hurt, not his, his knee. It's a sprained toe, yeah. Yeah, super not strange. The, not the foot that's touched his helmet uh, that would break a leg. No, it's a sprained toe. Yeah, yeah. what in the world? But um, he eventually came back and ended up getting those points. So, like, arguably, if the um, trainers held them off the sideline like they do with every other injury nowadays, mm-hmm. could have been different for Isaac. But, you know, it doesn't matter. Could have broken the very, very long streak. Yeah, or he could have started Tom Brady, you know, either way. Either way, uh, I mean, I would have made that call as well. Can't predict injuries, Dominic, um, which is the the really crutch of fantasy football. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this, Matt, and I've said it before. I'll say it again. Nobody cares about other leagues, but in um, this league, this other league with my with Tony, um, I have Lamar Jackson and Trevor Lawrence, oof. and I was like, I was thinking. And I texted Max. I just got a screenshot of it. And I go, am I dumb for doing this this play? And I took out Lamar Jackson. I put in Trevor Lawrence. And I felt like an absolute genius. But then Trevor Lawrence got hurt. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. You were <laughs> galaxy brain for like five minutes. Yeah, and dude. Then I was like, oh, let's go. But Came crashing down. I know. And like I, I'm saying this. It's a total guess and gamble. There's no thought to it. I was just like, eh, I mean, you know, Denver's defense is pretty good. Why not? Um, so... I'm just going to stand my high horse for a little bit and kind of talk down to Isaac, and, th- and then we'll keep going. Um, so with with Trevor Lawrence, though, on Isaac's team, got him 18 even after getting injured, and then um, good running back day for, for uh, Clint here. He had David Montgomery and Rashad White, who both got around 14 points. It's huge. Yep. Solid. Uh, I would kill for that. Oh, yeah. Not to mention the Amon Ra St. Egyptian Brown scoring <laughs> almost 30. Huge. Crazy. Yeah. One of the league, or one of the matchup, I should say, not the so league. so good. Yeah, for sure one of that. Um, 
Other than that, though, you know, he has IU, Hawkinson, and Pittman. They all had under 10. McPherson, great pickup, uh, got him 10 points. And then Seattle's defense, I think just very solid showing. I feel like eight points is kind of solid for a defense, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, anything that's above five or six, I think you're you're pretty happy with your defense this year. Yeah, I'll agree with that. It's It just doesn't compare to Isaac's 20, which is ridiculous. Right. It's um, not the Browns or the Cowboys, but, I mean, you're yeah. fine with it. Um, he, I, I believe Clint had a 100% um, uh, points for the week. I'm not sure on that. I might need a fact check from producer Phil. Um, and it actually just came in. Clint was the most efficient manager at 100%, so good for him. And got him good to win. Good for Clint. You love to see Couldn't have played it better, buddy. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you have anything else to add on the, the recaps? I feel like we kind of covered a lot. Yeah, uh, I feel like the trend with uh, me replacing Nathan was kind of diverging from the recaps. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think we covered a lot. Um, I think we can move on. Yeah, um, so... <laughs> we did we did kind of go back and forth between you know a lot of different uh little like tangents but um there are some things that we we could still talk about that are going on at the NFL right now um OBJ is kind of like visiting a few um teams and I saw this very annoying headline and I hope it's not true but it said that OBJ he said what's the point of playing in the regular season yeah, uh, I saw the same thing. I think, and this is me using my insider Giants knowledge with o- Odell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's just playing for 2023 and further. Oh, okay. Um, and if another team is like, "Hey, we'll use you in the playoffs," he's like, "That's fine." Um, which dampens my hopes that he goes to the Giants, unless we have him planned for future years. Yeah, that's a. I didn't even think that's a really good point that. He's he's less of talking about a Super Bowl this year, but more just like what team do I want to play for next year? Right. He wants that money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it came out early on that he wanted a Michael Gallup type deal, which was I believe like five year eighty six mil, um, something like that. It might have been higher in the money uh, region, but he wants a long term deal, which he's thirty, uh, yeah. coming off of a pretty bad injury. Not many people are going to do something like that. So I think he's trying to play the long con on this one, similar to what J.O. did for uh, his playoff run. Ooh, I like that that reference. That was good. Um, back in. You know, a former teammate of OBJ made made some uh, splashes in the NFL world on Thursday because we're recording this on Friday. Uh, Baker Mayfield. What about what's Major? going on? Baker came in and just kind of went back to his roots. He planted the flag in the middle of the field and just made that whole game about him. Mm -hmm. Other than the fact that he did that within the last, like, minute, um, he made that statement where he might be the guy for the rest of the year for the Rams. Ooh. I think Sean McVay already said he's in for the rest of the year, but, yeah, for sure. Like, he came in, I think it was, like, a day and a half before the game started. And just immediately was, like, reading up the playbook. I imagine they had to have, like, dumbed it down or only used certain plays. Something. But something like that. They let, had to have. So let me read you a play from the Rams playbook. Um, and I have been irate about this for the last 24 hours when I heard it. <laughs> um, so here it is. Lentz to Deuce Wright, Claw Z, Short Lander, Z Strong, 
X Revo 7 Lockback Can 2 Jet X Monday Astro Read Alert Money Deacon Flow F Panama on the Omaha. One play, right? On two on two or whatever. Right. Get real, dude. Like, if you count X, Z, like, oh, you know, a letter. You told everyone on that field what to do. Yeah, like, but even if you count each even letter line. as a word, that's 30 words in that one play, Matt. <laughs> like, if you told each player, even the uh, the lineman, the offensive lineman, one word right. to do something, you still have too many words. Right. What's no, going I'm, on? I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, and let me ask you this to clarify that play. Um, did that play work? Um, so I don't know if they actually used the play, but this one specifically – um, who is number thirteen? The, you know, the one who almost started for the Rams, Wolfork or something, Wolford. Uh, Wolford, Josh Wolford. Wolford. Yeah. So that was he literally recorded himself saying that and just puts it on like he puts like all the plays on an audio tape and plays it in his car so he can like talk through it and kind of like because it's a mouthful when you're in a yeah. huddle. So he kind of well, practices yeah, you're reading it. a book over there. In the yeah, huddle. he practices in the car, which you know is pretty smart. But like Sean McVay, man. Get over yourself. Like, right. get a better play. Like, dude, just um, engage eight. That's that's all you need. You know, <laughs> two words. Everyone knows what it is. <laughs> I'm looking for the Y banana in there somewhere. There you it go. Wasn't there. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. That is, that's just way too much. You could tell a different story. You can condense that to different wide receivers and their route trees in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, coming from someone that's completely – unknowledgeable about you know nfl playbooks but i i think i'm with you that's just too much yeah spider two y banana <laughs> there you go that's all we need go back to john gruden there we go um small update no uh no sleeper winners so that's fun <laughs> come yeah, on guys that, that's always fun yeah i uh i wish i can get on that due to my occupation it is illegal for me to to gamble really to, to do anything yeah uh i've i've looked into it i can't do it what is what is your occupation now uh so i'm a an investment advisor and oh, they, they forbid you for for gambling uh which i mean they forbid you from gambling that you claim yeah but like i'm not gonna risk it for a sleeper parlay Come on. <laughs> like, and you can't even you can't do stock market either right uh, I can. I just have to claim it, which is also a bitch and a half. Mm. So it's too too not, much of a headache. Not happening. Yeah, yeah not doing it. Yeah. So I see you have a note on here from I don't know who this person is. Yeah. So uh, in other big Twitter news, um, you know, just following Rod's favorite team, Matt Ariza oh! of the former former punter of the Buffalo Bills. And I'll just read this Yahoo Sports headline. Um, no charges filed in gang rape case involving former Bills punter Matt Ariza. Um, just to spin a short tale for you, Don. Whoa. Huge yeah. headline. <laughs> huge, huge headline by Yahoo. They didn't hold anything back on that one. Speaking um, of greedy, greedy bang gang, am I right? <laughs> hey, hey. Apparently not for Matt Ariza, though, Ooh, right? Yeah, hey. Hey. Allegedly, allegedly. 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 Yeah, so what happened? Um, so apparently uh, it came out um, that during his time at San Diego State that Matt Ariza apparently, uh, allegedly, allegedly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was involved in a gang rape of a 17-year-old girl. Um, yeah, so double whammy there. But no charges filed, um, Interesting. which he's very happy about. 
He was also one of the highest drafted punters in recent years. The kid was a stud. He actually set for the uh, NCAA a season record for average punt yards as a junior and then declared for the draft. Wow. Damn. The kid was a monster. So, like, Uh, I mean, if he's getting acquitted, then I don't know if that means he did it or did not do it, but do you think any team's going to touch him at all? I I think the talent is there enough to do so. I mean, listen, he's not like Deshaun Watson, you know, he's a punter. He's not a quarterback, right? Mm -hmm. So trials and tribulations um but i do think someone might kick the tire on him you know i i think they'll bring him back he's only 22 yeah and if he's that badass of a punter someone's gonna bring him back in the nfl we'll we'll see him kicking uh away from rob's team most likely but we'll see him kicking uh more times than not mm, gotcha i mean technically legally he's acquitted so exactly. I, I i might need to do some research on the case because i have no idea but if if they say he didn't do anything, you know, on paper from what I've heard, a team could pick him up, but who knows? Maybe maybe Pat McAfee will will talk about it soon. <laughs> that right, I, that'll right. be my research. Which is listening to a podcast. <laughs> I, I mean that, that Pat McAfee is pretty spot on. I will say, Dom, one thing that we did not include in this that I forgot about was Dan Snyder. Uh, his his investigation was complete into him. I don't know if you heard about that. No, I did not. So uh, it turns out that not only did he um, enable the misconduct and sexual harassment, but he engaged in it. It came out that he actually did. Wow. So we could see a shakeup in Commander's ownership here here recently. Uh, It'll it'll be coming up soon. That's nuts. Yeah, bury the lead on that one. That one is probably what we should have led with. But, you know, I love me some OBJ. Yeah, dude, poor Commanders. They're just trying to play some football. Uh, they got all these leadership giant, issues. As a Giants fan, fuck them. Facts, uh, facts. But, Forgot but you, about you're that. right. <laughs> uh, poor, poor women working for the Commanders organization over the last ten years. Yeah, rough. It must have been just a hellhole. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing that we have notated here, Dom, that I wanted to talk about, that people might not know, uh, was the some of the thought process that went thought processes. Excuse me, that went behind. Um, the weekly payouts. Oh, okay. Like, what kind of what kind of thoughts on there? Like, what changed? So, the the thought processes of it being, you know, the position group. Okay. So, hear me out, Dom. Let's follow this hypothetical train. You're, let's say, a bad team. We'll just throw a name out there, like uh, Gritty Gritty Bang Gang. Right? Okay. Um, and you're like, man, my season is over. I can't do anything. But this week's payout is running back points. So then you're deciding, okay, in my flex, do I start a wide receiver that could get me a better chance of winning because they potentially could do better than a running back that I have? Mm-hmm. Or do I start the running back and try and go for the, the easy, fast cash on the weekly payout? Okay. Not gonna lie, I've done it before. But go on. <laughs> that's that's my point, right? So that's the that's the thought process behind it is you're giving up potentially a better play to secure the weekly payout. So that's why the flex positions are included. Okay. Well, um, so explain the explain the rule for people who don't really under like know what we're talking about. Yeah. So the the weekly payout would be, um, and I want to just throw this out for example, highest running back points. So it would be uh, you have the highest running backs in your two RB slots, 
and then if you so choose in a third slot in flex um the counter argument would be you only have it from the two running back slots Mm -hmm. so it's total points combined for all those spots it's gotcha so then because i think you're you said something about like you you and the commissioner group were talking were y'all um against or for using that flex spot uh, so it was, I wouldn't say a very heated debate, but it was for the flex spot, mm-hmm. um, just because we wanted the whole point of stuff like this is to keep engagement, um, which I think, and I do want to commend everyone listening to the podcast has been very, very good. Oh yeah. Um, I think this league has been doing very well and being engaged, being active F you Ricky. Um, but I think that goes into it. It's like, you're never out. You can still win money. Ricky won. The weekly payout this week, Dom, with the highest point scored by a losing team. He did. That's huge. How many points did he get? Uh, one hundred five, and I have to look back at it. I believe it's one hundred five thirty-eight. And how many points did you get? Um, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> As the high, second highest losing, uh, he had one hundred five eighty-two. I had one hundred three seventy-two. <sighs> um, so I could have won some more money there, but Just that's hurts. okay. Just hurts. You you lost both. Both things just by a mere, you know, two points or so. Literally, Kamara could have changed my week. Oh. Uh, but he did. It's fine. You know, it's okay. Um, we, I'm not salty. We we persevere and we move on. <laughs> it's true. And, and speaking of moving on, uh, we're going to go, I believe, now to one of the the finer details of uh, pay-to-win Jeff and how he has just racked up these wins. I think we're going to go to waiver wires now, right? Ooh, I like it. I like it. Well, I believe... Uh, you know the the first waiver wire pickup that we had um it was kind of slim pickings this week oh um, yeah not nothing too exciting the first one was the biggest for amount of bids with old maxi poo netting james cook uh Huge. the first one was 12 dollars for the win which was just enough to edge out clint at 11 oh. uh fuck you clint um <laughs> Bigger fuck you to J.O. with $10. Come on, dude. What a $10. loser. Why would you bet $10? Come on. Couldn't do it. Come on. You never bet You never bet even numbers unless it's 12, according to Max. Yeah. Um, idiot. Speaking of never betting even numbers because you're an idiot, Dom coming in at 6. Ooh. You know, I, th- I threw the house, Matt. I, that was, yeah. that's, all the, that's all the free agent budget I have left, and I lost. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Well, hey, you still have the house left to throw if you want for uh, for next week, Big potentially. Facts. Big facts. Um, and then, of course, pay to win Jeff throwing the house as well at $0. Nerd. What an idiot. Pay to win broke-ass <laughs> Jeff. That brings your total up to 12. You idiot. <laughs> 12 lost bids because Jeff is broke. Again, my boy, I think he did the right moves, but also you're broke as shit now, so we got to figure out what to do with that. Yeah. We got to make you some money. Yeah. I'll send you fab. Ooh, I have plenty. Ooh, no, that's collusion. I'm not letting that happen. Can't have no, that no, happen. I'll, I'll get something out of it, you know, <laughs> uh, like half of his earnings from winning the league. But yeah, like I'll send him some fab. Well, hey, you, um, you, you give him, you exchange goods and services for some fab. I will take a page out of Jeff's playbook and get some sloppy seconds and also give him some fab for goods and services. <laughs> See, look, it's a little quid pro pro. Yeah, there we go. Um, next would be uh, Jared Goff winning. Uh, it's an $8 bid to old, guess who, Maxi Poo again. Uh-oh, bars. 
Max is coming out swinging. Max said, you know what? I've lost a lot of bids. Uh, I think he's second, right? In lost bids. Yes. To Jeff. Not no mo. Not no mo. He said he's going to win every bid he bids on now, and he got him for $8. Dude, Waiver Wire Warrior the past th three weeks, I think he's won some, some crucial bids. Honestly, and this might be a little bit of a, a hot take, uh, Max playing the Waiver Wire might get him in the playoffs. I know. he's Alone. He is grinding for that last spot, and I, I'm yeah. here for it. Heart of the champion, Max Rudy Colangelo. Um, the second bid on that was $6 to Isaac, trying to replace his just devastatingly lost um, Lamar Jackson injury. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Uh, I would say, sorry, buddy, but it's just funny to watch your team keep losing at this point, so I'm going <laughs> to keep rooting for it. I mean, here's the thing with, with Isaac's bid. He's upset that Max beat him, but Isaac, you have $16 left. If you needed sure. a quarterback... Put some money down, dog. You know? I see you're being... It's the week. Yeah, you're being conservative, but, like, if you needed him, just go and get him. You know? Hashtag pod pressure. Don't worry about us. We're still going to make fun of you regardless. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, there's there's nothing to lose at this point, right? You've already lost seven times in a row. Just go do it. Yeah, but thank God you got Mike White for $4 unopposed. <laughs> unopposed, Mr. Mike White. Hey, he won that locker room, Dom. He did. So, I would say might be the $4 that uh, Isaac has ever spent the most wisely. Yeah, it could be the, the best $4. Hey, could be the difference, folks. Who knows? Um, we'll, we'll see. It could net him a win. Yeah. It could net him one. It could. There was another $4 bid. Um, DJ Chark going to the Fantaseman. A huge development over there. Um, the next bid was $0 from you, actually. It was from me. It was a dart throw. I have plenty of fab to spend. I should have just thrown it out there. The mm -hmm. thing is, probably not start DJ Chark anyway. Um, we'll have to see. Depends on if, uh, you know, my, my boy, Mr. M. Will plays. If he doesn't, then I'll eat pro, and I should have bet on DJ Chark. You know what you need to do? And this is just, like, such a scummy move. Let's say, I think because you have the most fab currently, you dirty dog. Yeah. Um, I, I do. So yeah. <laughs> let's say, um, worst case scenario, either you don't get in the playoffs or you lose first round, right? Those the the semifinals and finals. If there's like one guy on the waivers that's like everybody needs, just fifty bucks right at him. Oh, just I'm I'm saving the fab for that reason. Just I don't want to do the beer mile. Yeah, <laughs> don't want to do the beer mile. You read my mind. Um, scummy as it is, yeah. but. That'd be hilarious. But speaking of speaking of me uh, and my very astute picks, uh, I got the Raiders D for zero. Huge. Uh, unopposed. Huge. Mr. Bobbert got DJ Dallas for zero, unopposed. Jeffrey, pay to win Jeff, got Titans D, zero. Does that break the streak of uh, bids he's lost? Um, no, he. it's not a streak. It's just how many. Because he's won just some. Like, okay. Even last week, he won some. So, you know, Jeff, since you're winning some bids... Good job, buddy. Good job, buddy. Um, okay, so yeah, I mean, there's two more bids by Jo that he had. He had he had Jake Elliott and Travis Homer, but zero dollars. No, no real need eh. to put highlight on it. He's he's gotten Jake Elliott like eight times this this year, so I don't really I don't feel bad for him. Some would call that a uh, a Homer pick. <laughs> 
that's fair. All right. No, that was pretty solid. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll own that one. Oh, um, so, Dom, I, I do listen to the pod regularly, but um, I'm kind of all over the place. I don't listen to it for the outline that much. What are we on to next, buddy? I'm excited. I'm excited for the next round. So, after the waiver wire pickups, we typically go straight into dicks with picks. Um, but I think before that, we are going to go to our, our newer segment and just kind of go over Riverboat Gramblers. Let's let's see what the playoff standings are looking like. All right. Let's do it. So um, This is exciting. Oh, yeah. So For me and you specifically. I know. Um, coming out of the West, we're, we're you know, cruising and bruising. Um, you know, we went over our records last week, so we don't need to go too much into it. But basically, they're still pretty much the same. 11 wins. Four wins, three, and now two. Andrew is going for that. He's trying to tie me in wins here. Could be huge. We're playing against each other this week. Um, but the developing story is you and I are in a standoff right now. Um, mm-hmm. So you're playing Rob, the current number three, and he's got a really good team. Um, y'all aren't too far off in projections, I don't think, if I remember last time I looked. But um, let's just say... If you lose and I win, I would have four wins, just like you, and I would actually take over with points four. Um, oh, handedly. So that handedly would be that would be wild. Um, I don't think – yeah, Andrew doesn't have a chance to get in because he has two wins, um, and I think his points four are pretty low compared to everyone else. Uh, so Definitely the lowest in the league. Yeah, yeah so coming out of the West, um, that's kind of the situation. It's just – we need to watch uh, you and I's matchups and see who's going to get that last playoff spot. You you left a, a very pivotal fact out, though, Don. Oh, correct me, please. Who are you playing against? Oh, I'm playing against Andrew, baby. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to just throw it out there. Uh, not looking great for, for the Matt gang, for the Gritty Gritty Bang gang. Um, I wouldn't speak so soon. Um, we'll see. As, as I say in every single scenario where anything is happening ever. There's a lot of football left. Um, There's a lot of football left. Najee and Zeke could easily combine for a million points because it's happened to me multiple times this year where out of nowhere people get crazy points. And I am rooting for it. The <laughs> hardest I've ever rooted for Zeke. I was rooting against them last week. Now he needs to score every touchdown. Oh, there you so. go. That could be big. Um, so going on our picks with Nathan and I's picks, um, once again, just as a refresher, the – we're counting up points for whoever gets um, the most correct, and the person with the least amount of correct guesses or you know points, whatever you want to call them, uh, at the next draft they have to wear their shoes on opposite feet for one event. Meaning, like, <laughs> go out to dinner, go uh, you know gambling again if we do that or whatever. We're uh, going to some bars. Got to switch your feet, and it's looking like I might be switching my shoes, Matt. Might be switching the old shoes. Big, big shoes they be. You might be switching them on wrong feet. <laughs> yeah. So, right now, out of the central, I mean, sorry, the West Division, um, me and Nathan actually both have the same choices. We have Rob and I coming out of that division, um, and there's no wild card spots coming out of there. Um, but the the biggest one that's kind of um, getting me will be the East Division because Nathan, I think, already. He doesn't have it locked up just yet, but he currently has Driscoll as number one and Jeff number two. And I'm saying that because um, let's just say, so 
Nate has Driscoll one, Jeff two. Let's say right. Jeff wins this game because he's playing Driscoll, and Jeff ends up being above Driscoll. Nathan would only get two total points from that. Um, okay. But if Nathan, yeah, if Nathan guesses Driscoll and Jeff in the correct places, that's two points each. So he'd have four. Four. I got you. Yeah. So if you guess them correctly, it's one point. But if you guess in the correct spot, like the correct placing, it's two points. Yeah. So and then he also has Ricky coming in as a wild card spot, which that'd be wild. Nathan could be calling that so well. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be crazy. It, it could very ha- very well happen. Yeah. Yeah, and I I thought Driscoll was going to fall off. I had uh, Jeff and then Ricky, which I think that <laughs> that's just shot. I might just get a point from Jeff, but, you know, you hate to see it's it. True. But, you know, whatever. Um, talk, walk us through the Central Division. So the Central is actually the uh, self-proclaimed best division in uh, in the league. Um, not myself, but, <laughs> you know. Uh, so that division is actually kind of spicy as well. Mm-hmm. So the way that you guys have it is Jo be number one, okay. But the difference between you two, Dom, no faith in Clint. You don't have him as your number two, <laughs> nor do you have him as the wild card. Dude, so no faith in Clint at whatsoever. All. <laughs> um, which is looking pretty bad for you, buddy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, not good. So. So here's the thing with that central division, okay? I would say this. Isaac is locked in either way. With his points for, he's going to be a wild card at minimum. Mm-hmm. He has, and correct me if I'm wrong, he has the fourth highest points for in the league. Who is this? Isaac? Isaac. Yeah. He's either he's so, in the playoffs some way, I feel like. In some way. He's locked in. Uh, he's got a wild card spot locked in. The question is... Does he win this week against Nathan? And does Clint lose? So if Clint wins, he's locked in. Mm -hmm. Okay? If Isaac wins, Isaac's going to overtake. If Isaac wins and Clint loses, then Clint is out. Oh, yeah. Big time. Mm -hmm. Just like you predicted. No faith in Clint. So really, it's win and get in for Clint. Or if you lose even by a little bit, Nate's just jumping you. Yeah, um, it, it could be wild. And I will say, the thing with Nate's team, I was looking at this earlier, and, and you were correct in correcting me that he needs to win a couple, he needs to beat out a couple different people. Yeah, um, so, like you said, let's let's do with the scenario that, let's say, Isaac win, Clint loses. Clint loses. Mm-hmm. Um if that's the case, that'd be good for everyone else trying to get in because then Max really only needs to beat Nathan at that point, you know, and then Correct. and then they only need to beat me because I think I think Ricky is pretty solidified in. Well, see, that's the thing. So if that scenario were to happen, Ricky just needs to not shit in his hand. Um, True. Because then it's Ricky and and Isaac just in there. Yeah, they have fourteen hundred points already. Yeah, it's it's crazy just because. Uh, Max, Nathan, me, and Ricky were all within 40 points of each other. Mm-hmm. So, like, it could go either way. It really just depends okay. on what, what people do this week, you know? Um, and like you said, I didn't have Clint on any spots. Uh, Nathan had J.O. J.O. number one, Clint number two. So right now, if it ended right now, Nathan would destroy me in in uh, yes. Riverboat Gramblers. But you never know, and I do need to 
ask. I I think I already know the answer, but so in the wild card spot, mm-hmm. like I have in the East Division, I have Jeff Ricky, and then I have Driscoll in the wild card spot. I don't know if me putting Driscoll in the wild card spot counts as what point, you know, because he technically did make playoffs. So I need to. So you and Nate made these rules. That would be a, yeah. a meeting of the minds on that one. Correct. I I, I was gonna give that to you. I was gonna say, well, you didn't guess the order but you got him in there yeah well i'll have to um, reconvene you know circle back you know a little jargon just, corporate jargon <laughs> yeah exactly we'll, we'll circle back on this um the thing is i want to point this out as well because we didn't talk about it nate has jo clint and then himself nate doesn't have isaac making the playoffs which is bananas with what we just went over he's locked in yeah i th- you know i think he actually mentioned that at one point where um Maybe it was early on when Nathan was closer to Isaac's points, but because uh, I think Nathan had two games where he had about eighty points, and Isaac had you know a couple over a hundred. So maybe that's where the mm-hmm. point differential went. But yeah, that is interesting because there's there's no way that Nate will be exactly right in the central division anymore. Correct. Yeah, uh, he might have two out of three. Yeah. Um, or he he might just have one. Yeah, dude, it's. It's going to be fun to see. Um, that's what we have two days just to figure it out. Oh, man. That's it. I like it. That's it. So, um, you know, I guess before we do predictions, let's. I'm going to go through the records from last week. Um, and one of them is still up up for debate. I'm, I'm discussing with Nathan right now. Uh, so, Nathan went four and two. He would have gone five and one, but he had that parlay with Jeff. Uh, ah. You know, he's just been killing the the guesses lately. He's kind of, right. I think he's going with the he's going with the favorites lately. You know, the mm-hmm. he's he's choosing good teams to win, and I respect it. I, yeah, he's. I mean, he's playing the money line. Yeah, right? exactly. Like he's just taking the safe bets. Yeah, he he's kind of because his Riverboat Gramblers was so good. I think that's why his picks here are even better because. Um, if you listen back the last few weeks, he's like, well, I had Driscoll winning the division, so I'm going to go with Driscoll here. You know, like, That's fair. Yeah, it's working Sticking for him. Sticking to his original guns. Exactly. Right? Um, so with no parlays, I would have went um, three for three. But I had Nate getting over 120 points, so that one is just void. So currently I had two wins and four losses. But with Andrew – I had a parlay. I had Andrew winning, and I had Derek Carr scoring more than Kirk Cousins. Which, uh, if I go back and check the notes, I don't have to because it was against me, <laughs> both of them. He did. He did both of those Woo, things. He did. So what I'm trying yeah. to figure out now is if it's worth one or two. So, like, because, I mean, that's why I'm waiting to see what Nathan says because it could either mean I'm uh, four and two, just like him, or, I mean, four and four. Or I'm three and four, and I'm two points behind him in the total standings. Right. right. So this this could be a huge week. I don't know. Um, H- huge week for the shoes. Yeah, for the shoes. And I'm I'm glad you're on because we actually have a separate column for the the guests. I'm honestly we only had two people guess, so I'm just gonna do instead of a guest pick, I'm just gonna have Jo's column. He went three for three. Let's see if you can be Jo. Okay. Let's see if you can get higher than three and three. I'm here for it. I love it. Um, make make me gonna want to uh, change my one pitch, but no, we'll be fine. <laughs> All right, so I think we should just go down the list. 
Um, sure. So first matchup, and like we've said multiple times, there's always a um, top four matchup. I don't know if the math just makes that happen, and uh, me and Nate just being dumb, but it there's always a 1v4, 1v2, 2v4. Right. Like, it's yeah. crazy. That's just good scheduling, Sleeper. Yeah, that's, that's very true. The The seeding is ridiculous. So the first matchup, the the powerhouses going against each other, uh, we briefly mentioned it during the Riverboat Gramblers, but the number one, number two, Driscoll versus Jeff. They're fighting for that number one spot in the division. This is going to be a battle, Matt. Yes. Oh, it's going to be the second most watched matchup behind uh, what you and I do, I would say, in our respective matchups, just to see. <laughs> um, but this one's going to be the like slobber knocker, WWE mayhem, uh, seeing what the potential fantasy championship might look like. Ooh, baby, I like that. Um, yeah, so like uh, we're recording this on Friday, so we've already seen the Thursday night games, so... We're going to include those in our picks, so we've already seen the, the numbers. Um, so right now, in this matchup, I'll just go through who scored. So Jeff had two players go. He had Dan Carlson, got him 12. And Devontae Adams, surprisingly, nice. he got 8.6 points the hard way. Yeah, yeah the, the very hard way. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, Jeffrey, um, not to spoil my pick, but... I had you prior. If we had recorded this, you know, Wednesday, mm-hmm. you were the guy. You were my pick, but I, I got to go with Driscoll now. Yeah. That big minus nine from uh, Devontae is huge. Yeah, I have Driscoll too. Um, I honestly could see it going either way. Like, I could see Christian McCaffrey getting, you know, 26. So if he gets 26, mm-hmm. he's projected 17. So that's what. It makes up that difference. Yeah, it's eight points more. So, like, I could also see Nick Chubb getting more than 13. So like, it's true. definitely everyone has everyone in this matchup has a potential to just blow up, and I love it. Um, yep. But I'm I'm gonna stick with Driscoll. I think he's gonna be the leader of the division, and unfortunately, I think he's gonna help Nate win this uh, Riverboat Gramblers. <laughs> he he might. Um, I will say I'm going to just throw this out there. The pitch that I'm about to make, because you're gonna put me in my own category against Jo, and that makes me want to win that. I have to choose. The respective picks you know i can't be done with it um which leads us to the next matchup of rob versus me Ooh. um i would say me nine out of ten times this is one of those times i think rob just takes it <gasps> i want to be right fuck you jo whoa wait so you're you're choosing rob or you i'm, I'm choosing rob i'm betting against myself whoa. hoping that i'm wrong well hold on but hold on hold it, on we need to we need to iron out the the verbiage here you're not yeah. betting against yourself. You just think you're gonna lose. I think I'm gonna lose. Yes, we're not. We're not but gonna I'm, pee rosy. I'm hedging that bet. Yes, I'm hedging that bet because if I do lose, then I was right in predicting my loss, which is pretty apparent at this point. Yeah, but yeah. And if neither here and if here. you if you end up winning the matchup in fantasy, then it's good. And right. you know who cares? I don't care that I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay, you're hedging. I like it. Um, yeah. I did it one time. And it was the worst week of my life. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's comforting, Tom. As, as I we've appreciate seen. you. Um, I am actually going Robbie here. Uh, so there's you have no skin in this game either, though. So that's that's fair. That's a fair assessment, you know, picking Rob. Yes. So, oh, I do. I mean, I need Rob to win technically. No, I know. Um, I know. so out of this matchup, Rob had uh, Josh Jacobs. No surprise, he had 18 points last night. And you had good pickup Raiders defense, nine points. Was looking really good until Baker Mayfield drove down the field. Yeah, they had like 14, I think, 
before yeah, that happened. Like that. Um, yeah. So with that, I mean, do you, like all these people, I can just see them getting their projections. But uh, David Pierce, he's projected nine point eight. I believe this is the first time all year he's projected under ten points. I think it's going to be a weird game. It's one of those Vegas games. I think the Texans are going to do very well. Mark my words. So I think I think you're accurate. But I think Darren Pierce only gets his projected nine. Uh, I don't Ooh. think he actually gets. I don't think he gets more than that. I think it's gonna be a good game, but it's gonna be a good passing game, unexpectedly so. True, true, and you know, Texans—they're for sure tanking right now. Like, or else they'd be giving right. Damian the ball so much more, but they're not. So I think who's Damian? I don't know. Sorry, uh, Darrell, Darrell Pierce. <laughs> there you go. So I, I like, I like that pick. Um, doing uh. Like saying he's just going to get the projection. That's that's probably honestly yeah. pretty accurate. Um, so I don't even know if I said it, but I'm going Rob there. Uh, next matchup, we have the number five, something cleverer, versus the Costanzas. Worst, worst team name ever against debatably one of the best team names ever. <laughs> um, which I think, Dom, I think that reflects at least my pick uh, that I'm going with Mr. Max for the overall win against Ricky. Okay. Ricky again. Um, yeah, this one is interesting because so Max currently doesn't ha- does not have a receiver in, um, and yet he's projected ninety two. If he puts in Debo, which I'm assuming he will once one of his uh, players goes IR or whatever, um, right? I think he'll be actually projected over Ricky. So I think that's why I'm choosing Max. I think Ricky for some reason Ricky just doesn't do well at the end of the year. And I think that's going to show here. And Max needs it. He needs to outscore everybody as much as possible. So who knows? Yep. He needs to just blow up this game. I'm right there with you. Taking Max a million by a million. <laughs> Love that. And I wish um, – so Nathan currently is out of town. He is um, with Vicky and his girlfriend and her parents. So he is not, like, near his phone because I asked him to kind of throw some picks my way. But maybe – I don't know. I can throw it in in editing later, but his picks will be included because use, use some podcast magic. Yeah, there we go. Still got a close matchup, so Nathan will have his choices. We'll talk about him next week. Um, but next matchup, who do we got? So we have number seven, something clever, the you know senior of Ricky's bad name, right? Uh, which was funny, and then number four, something fruity, which, I mean. He kind of dispelled that this last weekend, but I saw some things that were questionable that made him kind of fruity. <laughs> um, J.O. Spear. Uh, this matchup is really interesting. It's it's win and get in for Clint. So it's like do or die. Mm-hmm. Clint might go and like go to a game and break someone's kneecaps to get in. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, he's done it before. Ask him about Chicago. Uh, but I would say, you know, out of this – it's a tough one for me. I think that J.O.'s team is just... I'm predicting them to maybe be the first to three-peat as much as it pains me. I think J.O. takes this one. Mm. I am on the opposite of that. I think Clint is scratching at whatever he can get. I think he ends up coming away with a win because I think J.O. is not going to try this week. Like, he's uh-huh. he's not going to... So he's going to have... He's going to just take it easy. It's his trap game. Exactly. So he's 8-5 and five right now. He has been – I mean, I'm not going to speak for him, but he's, you know, been rooting for his team and, like, 
you know, kind of stressing probably about, hey, hey, come on, guys. Let's let's rally together. Let's get some points. Let's right. win. This week, he's just he's turning his phone off. He's got no stress. He's he's barely even watching the games. I already got the number one spot locked up. Who cares? That's true. And and Dom, to further your point, some insider info that came out today. Saquon Barkley might not play. Oh, that would be a huge a sword, development. Sword neck. Saquon has been backpacking Jo's team this entire year. Uh, he might not play. Yeah. So. That'd be huge. That would for be. Clint. And he I mean he has um Zonovan Bam Knight in his lineup, so he he will have a thing, a uh um backup plan. But they are playing the Bills. So a lot is going That's against true. JO right now, so I'm going Clint. Okay. Um I I appreciate it. Um I'm right there with you. I, I think that that's a smart pitch for the old trap game. Yeah, we'll I've see. Been on it too. We will see. And then, so next, and uh, it's going to be something close to the pod's heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate at number nine, the Fantasieman, versus number eight, Isaac, Dominican Jew. Um, I will say this. I purely picked this one out of memes. <laughs> I want Isaac to keep losing. Oh, okay. I want Isaac to, to not win another game so he has the longest streak of losses. Um, so I picked Nate for that reason, and that reason alone. I like it. Um, so this one is fun because Nate has chosen against me two weeks in a row now. Pretty wild. Uh-huh. Pretty wild of him. Um, he has been right both weeks, which is unfortunate because I wanted to rub it in. Pretty, pretty smart, but also pretty not cool, man. <laughs> yeah. he we It was pretty funny because in the very beginning, um, our records were so bad, and it was because we were choosing each other. And we both suck, you know. But now right, he's we're right. we're being smart and choosing against each other, and it's working because none of us are winning again. Um, but I'm still choosing Nate because I'm a loyal friend and I love him, and I'm never gonna pick Aww. against him. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was always hoping he would feel bad after that, but <laughs> he should. He should because I I believe you. No matter even if you say J.K., there's a little truth behind it. You yeah. Know? Oh, oh! You weren't saying just can that. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> take back what I said. I was, I was more kidding about making him feel like shit because that's not what we're, uh, that's not what we're about here. You know, we're no, not on the drip. We're a positive podcast here. We're all about bringing yeah. each other up. Good vibes only on the drip. Good vibes I'm only. Um, but if we're going logically for wins and loss, I am picking Nathan because I do like his team right now. Um, Jalen Waddle's been iffy lately, but I think he's going to have a, a comeback game against the Chargers because um, Derwin James is not playing. No, and that defense is very bad. Yes, yeah, so without them, I mean, they have a pass rush with uh, – oh, wait, is Max still there? Yeah, he's still there. I think so, but he might be hurt. Ooh, have to look. interesting. Yeah, so I just think the Chargers defense is kind of depleted right now, so I think Waddle's going to have a big game. And I just – I think – Whatever Isaac did to the fantasy gods, they're just going to keep doing it to him. Yeah, uh, he either had sex with someone's wife in the NFL <laughs> or in Vegas. Either way, it's not working out for Isaac yeah. because they've been stiffing him left and right this season. He chose the wrong one. He did. He did. Um, and then for the second viewed most matchup, I would say, would be uh, the Battle of the Dumpies. Um, the last place bringing up the rear, the two cabooses. Number 12, Andrew, the New York Jets, best team ever, mm. versus number 11, Dom. Mr. Dump Thickman, Dom, we'll start with you, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
Um, who you picking? So, going through the matchup, I'll I'll just say who's played already. So, um, Andrew had Derek Carr, Van Jefferson, Cam Akers. Um, Each of them scored thirty points, right? Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr had two point five. Rough. Van Yikes. Van Jefferson had a dope ass touchdown to win the game uh, from Baker. Got him eleven, and then Akers got about nine. Um, He's projected 80 right now, projected 105. I don't see me getting 105, but I am choosing myself, not choosing my, I, against myself again. Can't do it. I'm I'm with you on that. Um, as much as it pains me, again, I want to pitch for my heart. I want to pitch for the gritties to get into the playoffs, but I'm with you. I don't see you scoring 105. I do see you scoring more than 80. Okay, I like it. For the dub. Um which would push me out, but it pains me, but I, I see you taking the dub too. <laughs> yeah. I, I see that you, uh, you want to choose a certain way, but like you said, you're, you're really going for to beat J.O. and the dicks with picks. I mean, ultimately, isn't that what we all go for in this league? Yeah. Is just ultimately beat J.O. Just really shove it in his face. Cause I mean, I'm pretty sure anyone can do better than J.O. Right. Didn't, Oh no, he went three for three. That's pretty solid. That's true. I was, I was thinking of Philip who got zero for six the first week. He did it. Yeah, I mean, he he did better than what Brazil did in the World Cup today, but ooh, ooh, yikes. ooh, ouch, yeah. ooh, <laughs> too soon. Um, um, I think that just about does it for dicks with picks. Yeah. All right, I think this takes us to trivia. Ooh, spicy. All right, so, um, typically. We, it's like either Nathan asked me or I asked Nathan, but I think we both prepared some questions. I did. I wanted to make my time here special, and I really wanted to put your feet to the fire. Um, so I, I have some, too, if that's okay. I love it. Um, who should go first? Uh, I will go first with um, one that's kind of off topic. Uh, a little backstory. Um, I'll tell you this, Dom. Known as the Budweiser guy. Haven't drank a Budweiser in like four years. Wow. I mean, I say that. Haven't drank them regularly. I'll have them like if they're at a party or something. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, but like, not not my go-to anymore, man. I my body can't take it. Hey, I mean, nothing wrong with that. Which is, it's funny you bring that up because I have a couple Budweiser questions for you. <laughs> go figure. Because I have the the first one I'm gonna ask you is a Budweiser one. Oh, I, um, I, I knew that's where your headspace was at. I wonder if it's the same question. That'd be pretty funny. Okay, it might be. Okay, let's hear it. All right, so the question is, Dom, and you can answer this one of two ways, if not both. If you get both, I'll give you double kudos. Ooh. What Super Bowl or what year was the first Clydesdale Budweiser ad? Oh, that's a great question. So, like, okay, first, I mean, do I need to say the Super Bowl number or the year? That's what I was saying. You can do both, like either or. If you get both, double kudos, but you could do either or. Okay. Damn. See, if I put a guess out, I can do quick math, but I don't know what Super Bowl we're on right now, which sucks. Um, right. Let's see. I'm going to guess, and I always forget when TV and internet was invented, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I feel like it's like a it's a sleeper. I think it's a little bit – it's not like crazy long ago. I'm going to say – I'm going to go with like an early 2000s guess. I'm going to say oh, – that sounds wrong. I'm just going to say 2002. 
Final answer, right? Final answer, I'm just going to say Super Bowl, what, 43? I have no idea what Super Bowl right. is. Right. 2002 would have been in the 40s. That's fair. Okay. Uh, if not, like, late 30s. Yeah. Uh, the answer is television advertising featuring the Budweiser Clydesdales has been a long-standing Super Bowl tradition. Shit. Beginning with an ad during Super Bowl Twenty in 1986. Wow, the longest Super Bowl ad ever. Like longest running. Yes. Damn. Yeah, 1986. Yeah, that, that was... was my only Budweiser question for you, though. Yeah, I honestly thinking back, it's probably a dumb guess because it's one of those traditional uh, commercials. But I don't even. I would have no like mine was total guess. I'd no like. Um, point of reference at all right that was a great question i love that question yeah all right i'm, I'm here since we're on topic go ahead and hit me with the the other one okay um i have two budweiser questions for you mm-hmm. what kind of beer is budweiser uh as in like what style of beer? yeah like uh like hazy ipa is a is a kind of right. beer. um the fact that you're asking it leads me to believe it's not um I want to say like a traditional lager. Um, you know what? Yeah, let's lock that in. Traditional lager. So I I wish I had you know like a prices no a family feud type like. <laughs> um, like tell me I'm wrong. No, uh, like a fact checker because oh. the the interwebs say it's a pale lager, but I don't know uh. if traditional lager. And pale lagers the same thing, but you got lager, so I'll give you a point for that. <laughs> well, nice, thanks. Because uh, there's like there's pilsners and there's light lagers, which would be like your Coors Light, Midlob Ultra, things like that. Mm, um, okay. A, tra- a traditional lager is a little bit more full-bodied, like a Coors Banquet beer. Oh hell yeah! Uh, what is that one called? Coors uh, Banquet Yellow Bellies. No, you, you, what kind of lager you said? Uh, traditional full body full bodied lager mm. is what I would call okay, it. Okay, gotcha. Um, nice. Just a lager. Yeah. You know, just your standard. Yeah, standard. Um, okay, so you told me the first time that the Clydesdales was a commercial. Um, do you know the year when Budweiser was first introduced to the world? To the world. Um, yes. I, I want to say I've seen a million of these cans. Um, I'll give you a range. Do you like, okay. uh, you know, like I said, like 2000s, like I would say 2000 yeah. to 2010 is the range. Like, give me like a, okay. give me like a 10 year range. Uh, I will say, uh, the 1930s, 1930s right during the great depression. Yeah. You are incorrect. Damn. This is going to blow your mind. 1876. Damn. Yeah. No, that's really good. Um, <laughs> I did. I did not know prohibition. That. Yeah, that's that's a very long time. Anheuser Busch has just been cranking out. Yeah, <laughs> beer. It's crazy. Jesus. Um, okay, um, hit me with the rest of your questions, and then I'll do mine afterwards. All right. Uh, this one's gonna be a little fun factoid for yourself. Um, this could be a two-parter. I like okay? it. Justin Verlander just signed a two-year deal. How much a year is he making with the Mets? Ooh, uh, isn't it like 80, isn't it 88 a year? 88 million is my answer. Per year. Uh, maybe that's the total. I didn't look too much into it. I just know that I saw the notification and my dad is just pissed. pissed. Yeah. 
He's just got upset. He's like, yeah. what does he need all that money for? He's but yeah. then he's like, I know what he's doing. He's doing what Nolan Ryan did. And then he's like, you should watch that documentary. And then we got off track. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say 88 million. I just I feel like I've seen that number before. So the total value of the contract is 86.7. Damn it, that means it's it's, it's a two okay it's a two year deal, 35 mil each year. Damn, yeah, I should have. Oh no, excuse me, 35 million vesting option for 2025. So he has a two year deal with another vesting option after that for 35 mil, totaling you know 120. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Nice. The second part of this question, and the one that I actually thought you might get because it's not numbers one. Verlander is being reunited with one of his former teammates he played alongside from 2010 to 2014 in Detroit. Who is this teammate? Whoa. And you do know this guy's name. That's pretty cool. Um, I mean, it's not a... It's not the first... 2010 the first to baseman. 2014 Detroit Tigers. Is it... Um, oh, fook, brother. Um... I'm blanking on his last name. Shoot. Carlos, um, was he on the Astros at one point? Uh, he was not. Oh, never mind. Um, is it Cabrera? No, because he was on the Tigers for a while. Verlander was. I honestly can't even give you a guess. I'm just, yeah, because uh, Cabrera's I'll give you a big hint. Your brother has the same first name as this guy. Oh, I, I don't know any... Any players with Max or Tony as a name? <laughs> Max Scherzer. Whoa, really? Really? I did know him, Max. With, uh, <laughs> you did. You did know him, Max. I told you you knew him. Uh, he played with Justin on uh, the 2010 and 2014 Detroit Tigers. I didn't know that either. I thought that was really cool. That's pretty cool. Did not know that. Um, now for my last question, and this is going to be a throwback. Ooh. All right. This is going to test your swaffling knowledge. How much? was Jo's final uber cost in austin after he threw up in that one uber that night oh um do am i guessing like the exact number i i'll give you like anywhere close okay you don't have to guess it to the dollar but if you're close you get the point i'm i think i know the exact dollar amount oh yeah all right uh, is it uh, wait, wait 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 plus tip or minus tip i'm just gonna i'm saying bottom line Okay. Yeah, so okay. plus tip. I think it was $137. <sighs> plus tip, 175 Whoa. Yeah, oh it was $175 Uber. <laughs> that was so much. <laughs> <laughs> it was $164.65, and then J.O. left him a $10 tip. Oh, you dick. <laughs> well, I guess he already, he already <laughs> paid him 100 whatever for the cleaning. Oh I my mean, God. the Uber ride was probably only thirty when he left the ten dollar tip, yeah. which is like very generous. Oh, yeah, and sure. then the extra one thirty on top oh, of that. I remember that we went yeah. to, I think we went to brunch, and he just showed me that picture. Yeah. Oh my God, that's tough, the, dude. If you guys haven't seen the picture, please ask me for it. If you've listened this long, uh, <laughs> there's a a face. Dom took the photo of his. Phone oh, that's right. And, in the background, Jo's face is just like, "What the fuck did I do?" He's like wringing his hand over his face. It's the best picture. It's so good. So I have two quick anecdotes about Uber drivers. Um, so that same weekend, Jo did the same exact thing. 
he got uh, extremely drunk and actually hijacked my Uber and almost threw up in it. But we ended, we convinced the driver to pull over. <laughs> and J.O., like, nice. he was very close to making us pay a lot of money for that. But um, So we're lucky he didn't. But the other thing is there was one time um, I wasn't, like, I wasn't pass out, blackout drunk. Um, but I was drunk. And we were but leaving. You were close. Yeah, we were, I, was, I guess I was close. I wasn't, like, my typical throw-up amount drunk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're leaving this bar. And I'm in the front seat. Max, Tony... Uh, and some other people were with us. We hit this small bump, and I'm sitting there, totally fine. We hit this bump, and it's one where like the the driveway is very tilted, so like you kind of move a lot. And we, I kind of shot forward just barely with my my shoulders, and then a little bit of throw up just came out of my mouth. I was like, oh, I was no. like, oh no! <laughs> so, <laughs> oh no! So then, luckily, we pulled over. Um, you know, not going into details. Pulled over. Nothing got into in the car. Um, that's Maybe it like might have hit the door a little bit, but like the the point of the story is afterwards we get home, Max pays the guy like fifty bucks cash, and he's like, "If I give you this, are we cool? Like, are you gonna charge the extra?" Because Max knew that it's like a hundred twenty bucks sometimes for a cleaning right. fee, and the dude is like, "Yeah, we're cool. Thanks for the thanks for the money. Like, there wasn't that much on here, but he's like, "Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for the the tip." Right. <laughs> What did your brother? Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, in hindsight, like he's probably just trying to make sure he didn't pay extra. But like, also, what a good move. Yeah, he he's had some good moments, but there's also been some bad moments. Which <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. I could never imagine Max having some bad. Yeah, moments I'll like I'll tell it after the trivia questions. It'll be the uh, the send off that we have. The the outro. Or, I'm yeah. with it. All right. What's what's the last question then? So I have three more questions for you. Oh, okay. Um, this is a Astros-Yankees question. Oh, no. How many times have the Astros and Yankees played each other? In total? Yeah, total like, number. and the I'm Regular gonna, and playoff? Yeah, including playoffs. I'm going to give you an over-under of 79. Is it over or under 79? Under. That is correct. It is, and the Astros have that winning record on that side, I imagine. It is well, actually, that could be a next question. How many wins? Let's say. So you think Astros are are ahead? How many wins do you think they have? Well, let me ask you this: under seventy nine, does that mean they played seventy nine times? Uh, no, sorry, the number is sixty eight total games. Sixty eight. Okay. Uh, out of that, out of 68, how many wins the Astro has in that rivalry? Mm-hmm. I would say something probably stupid, like 49. It's actually surprising. The Yankees are up 38 to 30. Really? Yeah. I guess it was all those years prior to. Yeah, it had um, to be. Cause I, well, and here's the thing with that as well that I probably should have taken into consideration. Not every playoff appearance was like this last one where we just got absolutely destroyed and swept. A lot of them went to game seven. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's then there'd only be one point difference. So next question. And this one, um, I think Max will appreciate it as well. Um, this is supernatural themed. Oh, because we're all fans. Actually, side note, um, we went to our cousin's wedding in new Orleans 
and one of the bridesmaids had a huge, uh, like one of those tattoos. I forgot what they're called, but it was on her back with the sun and the the star in the middle. The anti-possession tattoo that's currently on my back. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. And we're like, oh my god, this is sick. Um, okay, so they could be layup questions, but we're just we're just gonna do them for fun. Sure. What year did Supernatural start? Oh, definitely not layup questions. I want to say 2003? Uh, you are... Well, final answer. Because that was more of a question mark. Uh, yeah, uh, let's say 2005. I'll go that one. You, sir, just made the switch of a lifetime. Because 2005 <laughs> is the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go. Nice. Um, next question. What language do the angels speak? Ooh, like, all right. Quick question. Like, in the show, what language do they actually speak? Or canonically speaking in the show, if you know what I mean, what do they speak? Like, what, because they, they have a word for it in the show. Like, what is the, uh, yeah. Um, that I don't know. It's been, I, I, I'll tell you this. It's been, like, probably six years since I've watched an episode of Supernatural. Yeah. Um. I will say, fuck, I don't even know. I would just be throwing out a random word, man. I really don't know. I'll give you four options. Okay. So these, I'll, I'll take multiple choice. Okay, yeah. So, uh, Furbish, Dothraki, Navi, Enochian. Enochian, finally. Yeah, I was going to say. In, in multiple yeah. choice, it's so much easier. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so. Well, that Furbish, like, they're not fucking Furbies. They're not from game of thrones and they're not from the new avatar movie that's three hours long is that so. what navi is it's literally i typed yeah. in supernatural trivia and that was the one i can come up quickly <laughs> so yeah. it was just easy i assume um yeah. so those are my trivia questions thank you for providing some of your own it was very fun yeah. um so i'll i'll send it off with the story uh, that i'm sure people have heard but i'll just say it anyway wait, wait, wait. before before that i do want to quick shout out uh to the boys of the of the swafflin group that were at Joe's wedding had a blast it was a great wedding um wish more people could have been mm-hmm. there for us to celebrate um but congrats to Joe. i did want to say congrats for making a good decision for once in his life <laughs> i love that yeah i was i was pissed i couldn't make it i he invited me it was like you know around july august and i was like ooh i could potentially make it and there was a slight thought where I could, and then en- ended up I was like, "Fuck!" I finally had to text him like, can't, "Hey, man, do it. I'm really sorry, I can't." But <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's the worst when that actually ends up happening. Yeah, uh, I had to do something similar with Jeff with work, and it, I felt terrible. <sighs> but anyway, yeah, it looked like a great I'm time. Sorry, continue. It looked like a great time. Um, like Matt said, happy for you, Jo. Made a good decision. Um, potentially the reason for him winning. You know, I I kind of feel like since he got married. He's just like going off like the the wedding power is kind of throwing it's through true. him. So maybe it helps him uh, go through playoffs here. On his honeymoon, no doubt. Yeah, a little yeah. a little unfair, some might say, but <laughs> he has that extra. But um, yeah, so you mentioned Max being a good brother and just making a good move. So that was a good move. But this one night, he was not. So um, – Oh, no. We were out at uh, a bar in Kima, Texas. Um, on the boardwalk? Yeah, on the boardwalk. So it's a place called Voodoo. 
and um, it was me, Nathan, Philip, and Max, and we were drinking heavily. Um, Classic. You know, why not? And uh, Max was in a little bit of a mood that night. Um, like, with us, he was he was okay, but, like, once he got in the bar, um, you know, drunk and foggy mind, he thought that someone was, like, making fun of him. And he took it. The, I mean, who would make fun of Max? Did, He's just so lovable. That's the thing. Like, like it was just, it wasn't his night. You know, it happens every once in a while. Yeah, so yeah, we're, we're still drinking. We're having fun, having a good time. And we're like, all right, we drank enough. Let's go home. Um, so we call the Uber and, you know, we're taking shots. We're drinking and the Uber's here. So Nathan, Philip, and I, we walk outside to the Uber and then Max isn't behind me. I was like, huh, okay. let me go, let me go check. And he was paying his bill. I was like, all right, no worries. Let me go get him. So Nathan and Philip are already in the car. I go and get Max. And I'm like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just paying. And so then we take another shot. And then we leave. <laughs> so As one does. Yeah, why not? Yeah. And we're drinking Rumplemints, which is peppermint schnapps Ugh. that just puts you on your ass. Stripper's mouthwash. Exactly. Ugh. So um, I'm walking out uh, in front of Max. This is important. And... We, we go downstairs, like down the steps, and then it's like a – if my memory serves correctly, it's maybe like 20 feet to the car from the end of the steps. Mm-hmm. In that 20 to 30 feet from the like the, you know door and steps to the car, Max made a mortal enemy. Oh, and no. I turn around, and Max is like walking backwards. And I was like, what are you wa- walking backwards for? And – uh Walking backwards, I go on the other side of him, like in between him and the bar, and I go, what are you doing? And he's just drunkenly staring. He's like, Hurley hat. I'm like, Hurley hat? What the hell does that mean? And then I turn around, and there's four or five dudes just standing there looking at me and Max, and one of them has a Hurley hat on. Mm. It's a Hurley hat. And I was like, dude, getting Ed, Ed Hardy T-shirt. Yeah, probably. I was. Yeah. I'm too drunk to remember at this point, but I knew that there was five dudes standing there, bowed up. And I was like, Max, get in the fucking car. What are you doing? And uh, so Nathan sees what's happening. I'm literally like in between Max and the dudes, and I'm like, Max, get in the car. You know, like this is stupid. There's no reason for us to do this. Nathan gets right. out. Um, he like is behind Max, trying to pull him back. And I honestly just don't think we were trying very hard because we didn't do anything. But then all of a sudden, um, I get side punched, like just total oh, no. like side of the face. Boom. Sucker, sucker punch. punch. I was word. trying to think of the word. Sucker punch. Um, I get sucker punched. Two dudes on me, punching, kneeing, whatever. And then Nathan also, out of nowhere, gets sucker punched. Two guys on him. And um, Max gets like – he gets like flicked, like he gets pushed over. He falls in the rocks. He's like what? Like his? He's on his back, like a turtle on a shell. Like can't get up. He's like, eh. While well, Nathan and I are getting getting punched and kicked and stuff, and we're Nathan and I, we like stand up finally, and we're just like, what? What is happening? We're not even like trying to fight back. Like, what are you doing? And they're all like, get out of here, get the fuck out of here. And we're like, we're trying. <laughs> we're literally trying to yeah, leave right now. We haven't like. Uh, uh, initiated a fight at all so um you might be asking well philip was there where where is he in all this um the door was apparently child locked and he couldn't get out 
That's his story. And he, right. That's his story. And he's, he's sticking, sticking to, to it. So yeah. we eventually get him in the car. Um, he was he was locking the doors yeah, exactly. on the other side of him. <laughs> so, so they wouldn't get in. We, we get in the car, and Max is in the back. I'm in the front seat. Um, and this dude, he like the the driver. He looks at us, and he's just like wide eyed, and he goes, "Are are y'all okay?" And Nathan and I like we're like we're too drunk to realize what just happened, and like that we just got kicked in the face multiple times. We're just like, yeah, what's up, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and he's like, y'all just got destroyed by these roided out dudes who had no business hitting you. Are y'all okay? And I was, we're like, yeah, we can go home now if, if you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> we're following you, yeah. man. Like wherever you and take us. He's like, all right. I mean, he's like, hey. And he ended the ride right there, and he goes, I'm not charging you. I'll take you home. <laughs> I was like, thanks, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and then we wake up. Sorry, we don't – I skipped a very funny part. We go back home to Max's house, and his wife is lovely. She, like um, – Max is passed out in the bedroom. She's like, do you all want any, like, pasta salad? Uh, we have – you know, Max has these cigars he's had for a while, but you can have them if you want. Just, like, giving us, like, everything. <laughs> and uh, we, like, go outside, and we're hanging out. And then all of a sudden, I just hear – what the fuck? Dominic, get your ass in here. And I was just like, oh, no. Turns out Max um, released all of the alcohol he previously drank all over the bedroom, like in the bed, in the bathroom, everywhere. And she's yelling probably for like 10 minutes straight while Max and I are cleaning. (laughs) She's like yelling like, what the fuck? Uh, Get the... Get the goddamn fabuloso and clean the <laughs> clean the damn walls. Not the purple stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god. And Philip, poor Philip and Nathan are just like out there and like she would she would yell for ten minutes, walk outside, check on Philip and Nathan. Are y'all doing okay? Like eat anything? And like she was bad. She was like, drink all of Max's alcohol. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. He doesn't need it. Yeah, and uh, he woke up and. He had a little scrape on his knee, a little boo-boo, and he was oh, not and he's like, oh, okay, you know, that's it. That's all that happened. Cool. And he called me, and he goes, hey, what happened? I have a scrape on my knee. <laughs> I was like, you fucker. <laughs> I have my two front teeth missing. I got it fucking kicked in. Yeah. And uh, Nathan and I, I think Nathan's the same way, too, since, I mean, we both got pretty banged up, but, like, nothing showed the next day. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. Like our, you know, our heads were sore, but like there's there's no like uh, scrapes or black eyes or bruises. It was just man, my head kind of hurts. <laughs> Which could have been like a combination of getting your shit kicked in and also the hangover. Yeah, that's true. Could be. Yeah, that was a wild night. So that was the only time that Max has um, not been the best drunk. Compa- not compa- been so great. Not been the best drunk companion, but he's he's great every other time. <laughs> Yeah, no, every time I've been with him, that, yeah. that definitely hasn't happened. He's lost a poker chip or two. Um, <laughs> but other than that, yeah. Oh, my God. By the way, um, the sequel to Max's um, gambling in Lake Charles, when we went to the wedding in New Orleans, he went back to the casinos. He won, like, $1,000 oh, from roulette. On black on uh, roulette? Okay. Again, yeah. And he did not lose any chips, so... You know, he's he's learning. <laughs> in his defense, he didn't lose a chip last time. Someone stole it. True. Someone stole it, and he got it back, which is great. Took it like two yeah. hours. Never happens. <laughs> Never happens. Oh, but. my God. That was good. But, uh, Matt, 
I think that just about does it. Um, yeah, man. Thanks again for thank joining. You. I was just say thank you for having me. Uh, happy to come on for season two of the drip. Oh baby. Whatever that might be. Oh, it's gonna but happen. I'm here for it, man. I had a great time. I appreciate. Cool, you. man. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we we'll have to keep a close eye on our matchups because it's gonna be a doozy, baby. It's gonna be spicy. I'm here for it. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs>